0: See if I remember how to do this.
1: All right. Start riding about. What is spray?
0: Up. There you go. Why is that not going? Oh, cuz I don't have You can hear it. I can't. There we go. gracious <laughs> living God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks that we get to do this. We give you thanks for your word. Guide us that we may be faithful. In Jesus most holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good evening friends. I'm back. Welcome now, uh, to another fun filled edition of a uh, scripture talk. Um I am back. I am Pastor Trey Comstock. Uh with me is the crew that has been keeping down da- holding it down in my absence.
2: Uh go Brandy. I'm Sister Brandy. Dudley. good evening, everybody. Go Scott.
3: Pastor Scott at Glad to be here with y'all.
0: And go Stacy.
3: And
1: little old me, Stacy Tyler.
0: And I, you know, I want to give a heartfelt thanks, uh, particularly to Scott, um, who has been uh, holding down the lion's share of podcast logistics uh, in my absence, um, and I think has learned it is not as easy as it looks. Um, but I, I am thankful. You know, I also know that we've had some internet issues over the past few weeks. Welcome to Palestine. Yes. Um,
1: it's remember uh, we just we were just talking about it. it's magic
0: it's magic i have no idea um but no thank y'all all uh for keeping it going and thank y'all um uh to, in the audience uh, for being a part of this um it is i certainly missed this it is good to be back um i know i feel like maybe as well um i yeah, feel like do,
1: I, I feel like doing my uh my uh, uh johnny carson uh ed mcmahon impersonation here's
0: trey Yeah, that's probably more fanfare than I deserve. Uh, The other quick announcement we have um, for those of y'all in the live audience, those of y'all who watch the video version of the show, um, next week uh, we will be uh, gathering um, in person in the studio for the first time in a year. It will be essentially exactly a year since we have done an episode of this show in person. Um, we have a brand new studio that we can't wait to share with y'all. Um, and I can't I mean, I've been living in this studio for eight weeks now. Um, I can't wait to share it. Um, and so we will have our first um, live back together uh, edition of uh, Scripture Talk next week. Um, I think that covers all the announcement kind of things. Um, we, we got a We got a job to do. Um, our uh, scripture uh, this evening is John chapter three. Uh, verses 14 through 21. This contains a piece of scripture we are familiar with. Um, uh, Don't get too hooked on that. Actually listen to the whole thing. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, the people loved the darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light and do not come to the light so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. Again, we it was interesting. Every once in a while, um, John 3.16 Comes up, right? Um, there's kind of two different ways of framing it. There's the you can do the John three one through seventeen, or you can do this, uh, the John three fourteen through twenty one. But both of them, obviously, because that's how math works, contains John uh, John three sixteen, and it has become as we've talked about on this show before. It has become this kind of, you know, if you want to sum up Christianity in one verse, this is the one, it. and and it has some merit there but it is actually here in this chapter of John that covers has a real depth to it of what what Jesus is doing and what it means and where it and kind of and where it's going because it does have this balance of how much God loves people um you know certainly that you can't leave that out right um but it also has that balance of in some ways, just how unlovable people can be. And that, even with God and God's righteousness doing this incredibly loving thing, humans reject it and fall away, and even knowing what God has done, reject it and fall away, because we we like that, you know, comfortable blanket of the darkness uh, far more um, than the stark, you know, than the stark light of day.
3: It- uh, an interesting thing I, I see in these, especially where you chose to start. You know, we, we've talked about in the past different uh, connections between Jesus and Moses and coming out of yeah. Egypt and obviously the Passover with the timing of his crucifixion. Yeah, this one has always hit me interesting with the particular verse it ties. You know, Moses lifting up the serpent in the wilderness on the on, on the staff. You know, uh, the, this, that image being where the idea of the caduceus comes from and and not really sure which way the serpent was on it some people say it looked like a cross and others but you know it's obviously talked about that being lifted up and something that you look to and this is one of those that has always been slightly problematic to me this verse and how the ark of the covenant was viewed when you constantly look at the idea about idolatry and not looking towards something and we mentioned this you know a little bit with the um you know the the worshiping of the, the golden calf and stuff but it's just it's just an interesting thing of how he had to be lifted up for people to look upon for saving in the same way they had to with the snake bites and yet where would be the difference in that uh type of action because it's where they weren't actually looking to the serpent itself but on the actions that they were told to do by god i guess
0: well but i think I think part of the difference here is it's not idolatry because Jesus is God. Right. right. For Jesus to be lifted up and and for us to turn to Jesus in that way, what what makes an idol an idol isn't that you look at it. Isn't just that you turn to it, right? What makes an idol an idol is you turn to it and it's not the real thing. Right? And this this gets this Christians have made this over our history have made this astoundingly complicated right one of the great arguments between the orthodox church and the catholic church has to do with this idea of icons Uh, i think let's see is it visible in shot i have an icon around here somewhere um maybe it's in my office um of like you know this idea of you don't even want to turn to an image even if that image is of god because it could become an idol we get really itchy, but here, it is, for Jesus to be lifted up and us to turn to Jesus in this kind of similar way, this is no way idolatry because Jesus is the real thing, right? You you should turn to Jesus, whether Jesus is, you know, the, the kind of purely spiritual being that lives in our hearts in this moment, or a very physical being um, that was hung up on a very physical cross you know, 2,000 years ago. Um, the the issue isn't turning to an object. The issue is what object or being or living person do you turn to, um, and and is it the real deal or not? And as there is only one real deal, that's Jesus.
1: Right, and I I, I remember um, I think we uh, we've discussed this before with you um, about um, I didn't understand why Catholics um, seem to put Mary. Uh, so high up there and sure. almost like I, I dolly before before Christ. You know, it's always every image you see that's got to do with Catholicism, uh, you see the, the vision of Mary there. So um, I forgot exactly what Mary's you, essentially
0: you're... the. <laughs> it's it, remember the show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Mary's no. essentially your phone of friend, right? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. you know, uh-huh. Mary's not. Yeah, Mary's essentially your phone. Like, in Catholic theology, Mary is not God. Um, Catholics, Christians, Trinitarian Christians, right? God is Father, Son, Holy Spirit, period, the end. One God. They signed in the Apostles' Creed. They were saying the Apostles' Creed before we were, right? They wrote it, Um, right? So, um, what they would say is uh, Mary and any of the saints, again, let's get a little tough because I'm not Catholic, but um, what they would say is they know some folks are in heaven, Um, and can advocate to God on your behalf, and Mary is one of them, and Mary is certainly singled out by God um, as a very special lady, right? Is she singled out as divine? No, and they wouldn't say so. Um, She's just a human, lived the human life, um, but we know she went to heaven, and so she's up there. Um, And God seems to think she's pretty special. Um, God blessed her to bring Jesus into the world, right? You know, um, Greetings, you know, the quote from Luke 2, greeting or Luke 1, rather. Greetings, so favorite one. The Lord is with you, right? Um, and so Mary is essentially a, one of your many options to phone a friend in heaven um, to advocate on, to God on your behalf in a very similar way to how we, how we pray for one another uh, here on earth. Uh, Catholics just take that idea of Christians praying for each other one step further, um, that Christians um, in heaven um, can advocate on your behalf, and that's what they get called saints, um, which is a term used in the Bible, right? Saints is, you know, used. How it's defined is not clear, right? But there's this idea of the saints beyond, and, um, so yeah, um, and so we, for it, so I, a lot of, there's a lot of, like, inter-Christian strife that I think is often really unproductive, um, that you know wants to pick apart how you know that's clearly idolatrous. Well, you don't understand it. They would say no. They've read the same verses on idolatry that we
2: have, same Bible,
0: right? Um, and what they would say is no. This is just I'm phoning a friend, essentially.
2: Yeah, Mary is looked at to them as our earthly uh, mother looks to us, our children. Because I have a Catholic friend who uh, I asked the same question to her, and she pretty much said that Mary is like a mother that helps us to pray and whatnot and so forth. So she's not worshiped. That's for Jesus to be is to, uh, to be worshiped. They look to her as to help them to pray and pray well. Just as wow. in, their, in their prayer that they Hail Mary that they say, the second part of it is uh, they, they ask her to help to pray for them. Um, uh, now, at the hour of their death, that's all that they're doing. But as the as the scripture about the snake being lifted up, I think that's being used as a sacramental. That's why they have all of these statues and prayer cards and whatnot. Those are sacramentals that help them to build up their faith in a way. But um, the, the snake that was used in the wilderness was to, to help the Israelites get well for their snake bite. -hmm. So, uh, but I'm looking here. The Greek word for lifted up can also mean exalted. Uh, Yes, because Jesus is going to be exalted no matter what. Just like every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. So, here he's telling, uh, I think Nicodemus at at this point, he's going to be exalted. Yeah, he's going to be lifted up no matter what. And we look to him for healing.
3: You know, I think it's uh, interesting this, uh, that that term lifted up is also used not just his crucifixion and in a sense, but also his ascension. You know, and you see both his suffering and exaltation in it. And uh, uh, another really interesting thing about this section is you're right. He's talking to Nicodemus. So he's explaining the ins and outs of salvation. To, and today, if there's not, if there's only one verse that uh, people know, John 3:16 is probably right. it. And, and, and I just, I just, that's always uh, amazed me that this part that was him trying to explain to someone who is very well versed in scripture has, has become the most well-known verse out of all of scripture. Right. Well,
0: and I think some of it is, there's a real, like, almost like deprogramming, right? Where Nicodemus is so far in on one way of reading it, right? Nicodemus is a part of this kind of deeply invested in the status quo leadership. That what happens in this conversation between Jesus and Nicodemus, and you certainly get this, it, especially if you look at the one, the verses one through seventeen version. Um, part, read that part of the chapter, you really see that like Jesus is is being a good teacher, which Jesus is, but Jesus is having to go back very much to a basics. With Nicodemus, um, in some ways, because he is so learned and what he is doing and, you know, kind of where it has (laughs) the distance between the depth of what is thought of knowledge within that hierarchy, within that system, and what is real truth and real knowledge in Christ is so wide that Nicodemus becomes oddly, this, in kind of literary terms, the surrogate for the audience. Right? That Nicodemus becomes the everyman um, because the thing he knows so well has
2: wandered so far from what it's supposed to be. So he kind of used the the snake in the wilderness as a a, uh, big cheap talent and number two pencil moment. Yeah. Yeah. Draw me a picture of what I'm talking about. Yeah. But
0: it, but it, much like the parables, right? Much like the parables borrow from agriculture and fishing, right? It's like, okay, Nicodemus, here's the thing you know. You know about this thing that Moses did. You know Moses really well. Okay. So think about that. This thing being post held up, lifted up. There's a little bit of, as you brought up, Randy, it's like a pun happening in Greek, right? As it was lifted up, okay, for people's healing, so must I be lifted up. Um, double entendre um, for both physically lifted up as a mounted on a cross and exalted. Um, so it's it is it's teaching by analogy, right? This is example of Jesus as as the good teacher, showing giving latching onto something that Nicodemus is going to know, and mm-hmm. then drawing that line between it, and that would have hit for a lot of a Jewish audience that. Doesn't necessarily hit for most Christians today. I would love, I, you know, how, how do you do this research? But like, I would love to know how many Christians know the story of the snake and the healing, right? That that is a lesser known story of Moses, but probably for Jesus' original, you know, Jesus' original audience, that would not have been a, a lesser anything. They would have known that really well, and for John's Greek audience, John's writing to a largely Greek audience, they wouldn't they wouldn't know that story. But Nicodemus very much would know that story.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's learned enough in the scriptures he should recall that story like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. so it went the same way with you when you get lifted up you'll draw all people onto you for healing
0: just like the snake yeah right but and so it's like so for first 14 is it's kind of like the snake then kind of whatever 16 through 18 is saying yes but even more so right that if the snake was healing in this way i'm Mm -hmm. healing in this much larger way and then you go into the and some people will go along with this, and some people won't. And the people who don't, whatever happens to them, essentially, they do to themselves, right? right. God is a loving God, um, wants everyone to come. If you don't come, that's, is that, that's not on God, right? God, God cannot be accused of having not given you an adequate chance to figure this out.
3: Yeah. Well, right, because, you know, belief consists uh, mainly of accepting something, not really doing something, you know, the doing part is what he did on the cross, and, um, you know, like like we mentioned, this idea of, you know, not perishing, having eternal life, that's more than just a long, never-ending life, or something that happens after we're dead, and gone into what we think of as the afterlife, but like, it it has to do with the quality of life, God's kind of life, and the here and now, that we should be trying to enjoy, starting now, going on throughout eternity right
0: it it is eternal life not an not an afterlife right yeah like like we we think of those two things as synonyms but they aren't as you bring up scott they are not right eternal life means you're living now and later. it's now and later right now Mm -hmm. and later (laughs) you you don't want like should we find great hope in the later? Yeah, absolutely. That's rad. But like, mm-hmm. don't forget about the living now. And, right. You know, throughout Christian history, we've been bad I mean, about that sometimes. I mean, really listen like the to suffering. the yeah. listen
1: to the word afterlife. Afterlife. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> you well, know. But what the word here is not afterlife; it's eternal
3: life. Eternal
0: life. <laughs> and that means life forever. And for e- now is part of forever
3: man and you know and i would know we've mentioned this when we're talking about you know some of your favorite hymns such as you know i'll fly I'll away but, glory, but um <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but i it, it makes me remember you know think of a john lennon quote you know life is what happens while we're busy making other plans and i think right. so often christians get so focused on making the plans of the after or what happens down the road that they miss the part of what we're supposed to be doing in the here and now
0: Oh, as far Jesus, as uh, experiencing yeah. that eternal life, yeah, experiencing that eternal life, sharing that eternal life, you know, and, and Jesus kind of moves to that in in the last last bit of this passage of you know, so that so those who come to the true light may be clearly seen that their deeds have have been done in God, that there is something about something happening in their life that can be seen by earthly folks that. Um, that is God at work in them, right? Um, that it is, you know, was, we, we use the phrase a lot or, you know, directory, like we're not selling fire insurance, right? This is not like, you know, it, this is not just believe or burn. Um, uh, and it's not just make make your decision today for something that will happen tomorrow. And it's make your decision today for something that is happening, will continue to happen, and will happen mm. forever.
1: Nope. Kind of like a act now, or, you know, it will soon now, be...
0: Act now, yeah, it's, a, it's an unlimited offer with a limited time, right? Yeah. You know, you it's go. an unlimited, limited time offer.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you got as many chances as you've got time for. Um, yeah. exactly. But time, that's the limiting factor. Um, but also, the like, you know, if the light is something you can live now and later, the dark is something you can live now and later. Right, you can, you right. can make your life a real hell if you want to. You can live just as you can live heaven here and now, as Jesus alludes to. You can live hell here and now too, um, right. you know. Yeah, no choice. It's it is very much what? you know.
1: What you and, always tell me, what you always tell me, Trey. If you're living at a six, and yeah. you're doing all right, yeah,
0: living at a six, right? You know, um, and, and 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 that God is present in the here and now and god is moving in our lives in the here and now um so that we can be a, that god can so that god can always be a part of our life and that happens all of that is made possible because christ allows himself to be lifted up like that like that ser- serpent but even more so again so often when jesus is quoting the new quote in the old testament Jesus can't quote the New Testament. He is the New Testament. (laughs) Um, Quotes the Old Testament. A lot of what he and the gospel writers are saying is Jesus is like that, but more so, right? Jesus is like Moses, but even more so. Jesus is often like David, but even more so, right? That David, man after God's own heart often comes up on this show, also kind of a garbage fire sometimes. And there's just no way around that, right? A forgiven garbage fire, perhaps, but, you know, a garbage fire. Jesus is sinless. So Jesus, they often draw an analogy to David. Yes, Jesus is similar to David, but even more so. So in that way, David is like Jesus and not the other way around. But let's, you know.
3: It's like the ultimate uh, late night infomercial, huh? You know, he's like the son of David. But wait, there's, there's more. Eternal there's yeah. life. But yes. wait, there's, there's more. more. Not just this. But, but wait,
1: <laughs> there's more. Right. You know, I, so, I, you know, I try. I totally miss Trey's, Uh, what I call traisms. You know, uh, things like trash fire and yeah, and and, I, uh, and my favorite one that he has come up with that I just use regularly now is trash panda. Trash I panda. Yeah, I did not come up with panda. that one,
0: but yes, I, I, you know, the good trash panda, right? Who climbs on the trash fire, yeah. um, right, there you for, go. trash, we have but a trash I, panda so, problem in my, uh, in my neighborhood.
1: Yeah, I do have, I have one too. I feed here almost every night, you know, my scraps and stuff. And you know, in the morning I go out there and the bowl is empty, but I no, have a question can, for you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, we're, we're talking about the servant, the serpent and Moses. Huh? I want to ask the question, why, uh, especially in the Bible, do we look at the serpent or snakes as evil, you know, uh, kind of, you know, that's sure. a creature well, that I mean, we look at as certain, evil?
0: Certainly it goes back to Genesis, but also if you want to know why is it a serpent, right? Obviously it's a serpent in Genesis, we get that. Um, but why a serpent? I suspect part of it is, is think like, Think of something, an animal, that is the most radically different from you or me. Like, imagine in your mind the most radically different from you or me animal, right? A snake would be pretty high on that list, right? You know, even cockroaches have legs, right? Um, And also, if you think about, uh, uh, you know, as we, like, there are poisonous snakes in the ancient world. There are poisonous snakes here and they're largely silent predators that uh, can kill without warning, right? So they they are a natural they're a natural thing to fear in part because of how different they are from us and in part because of the way they hunt and can very much harm people. And so I think that's where you know, we can debate like chicken and egg, right? You know, does that have the, does, is that because how they were needed in, set that aside but like why serpents in particular i think is has a lot to do with how different they are from humans physiologically and the threat that they pose i mean you know i used to work at a um used to work at a boy scout summer camp um in the hill country and we used like every other boy scout summer camp we used the you know army surplus you know a-frame tents on pallets Well, you know what lives in the hill country in abundance? Rattlesnakes. You know what basically is like building a hut for rattlesnakes? Pallets shaded by tents. And so I, you know, one of the, you know, one of the great traumatizing thing for any first-year campers was to walk into their tent and hear that rattle and run right out, right? Like, that is like a real primal way that serpents, you know, particularly poisonous serpents, speak to us. Okay. Yep. I don't know if that answers the question, but it was certainly a lot. No, of very, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no,
3: that, that, that was very, very. Thank you, thank you. And they're just creepy. And then it's that's I'm, like. oh. I'm trying to
0: diagnose why they're creepy, right?
1: Right.
3: Are they creepy? Well, I, I, I yes,
0: I asked, but why? I
1: asked. I used to work. I used to be a reptile tech at Petco, so I mean, I'm. I just kind of. I'm like, what's wrong with snakes? I oh I, Why do people jump at them? You know, I, I hold them all day. I hold them all day no. long. You know, and, they gotta be ran over
0: in the car. Run them I mean, over. I, I used to have at a a previous church. I had a guy with a pet rattlesnake. Mm-hmm. Um, I, he, he had a name for her. It was a ludicrous name that I have forgotten. But like, he keeps a pet rattlesnake. So like, you know, uh, you know, there are many strange people out there. I guess. Well, um, my, my
1: son no my son keeps him. He he actually. Climbs the mountains of, of uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, in the Sandias, and he will go actually look for rattlesnakes, and he keeps them as pets.
0: Nice. Everyone needs no. a hobby. Um, and on <laughs> that note, it's probably as good a place as any uh, to end. Um, thank y'all uh, so much. Thank you, chat. Um, I, it is it is great to be back. Um, it's great to be back uh, talking scripture um, uh, for a uh, programming note uh, for those of y'all uh, stay tuned for 8 p.m. Uh, where sister brandy will be doing evening prayer and then i will be back uh, with morning prayer uh, tomorrow morning if you're watching live tuesday morning at 8 a.m. and thursday morning at 8 a.m. Um, we're demoing a new streaming rig for wednesday There's a lot of things happening so um, and we're back to a we're back to our normal full week, uh, full week press wow. of internet related ministries, um, even as uh, we have many wonderful in person ministries happening. Um, and uh, don't forget uh, to, if you have thoughts, comments, concerns, whatever, please uh, post a comment here on, we're, we're live on Facebook. You can post it here on Facebook, post it on uh, our YouTube uh, channel, post it over on our website, palestinegrace.com slash video. You can email us, gracechurchpalestine at gmail.com uh if you are looking for an audio only version of this show just search scripture talk uh by grace church in your pod catcher of choice and of course we will be back here next week uh same bat time same bat channel for another edition of scripture talk and so with that go in peace to love and serve the lord uh and this i believe if i have not forgotten uh is the part where, where we dance yeah let's see yeah there
1: we
3: go.
1: almost wanna go baby shark doo 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 doo